Before we get to today's episode of Off the Bench on the Wizards Podcast Network, we want to remind you to download the Wizards app on the go and in the palm of your hand. The official Washington Wizards team app is your mobile home for all things Wizards. Everything you need to know when it comes to game previews and recaps, radio broadcasts and stats, all at the touch of a button. You can even access the Monumental Sports Network and the Wizards Podcast Network with ease. Download the official Wizards team app today. What's up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group and part of the Wizards Podcast Network. I'm Jackson Filio, joined by Zach Rosen of Wizards.com, and we are excited today to be joined by one of the newest members of the team, Chandler Hutchison. Chandler, what's up, man? How you doing? So for those of the, the listeners that do not know, somehow, you were, you were brought in last week just before the trade deadline um, in a three-team deal with the Celtics and, and your former team, the Bulls. Uh, you've got two games under your belt so far, but tell us about your first week and getting acclimated and, and what it's all been like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, before you go through, you know, experiencing a trade, obviously this is my first time uh, being in Chicago the whole time. Um, you don't really know what to expect until you go through it. Um, a lot of emotions. The biggest thing is just how quick the turnaround is. You know, you were somewhere expecting to, you know, come into the uh, practice arena that day. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, you're reporting to Washington later this evening and uh, there's a game tomorrow, you know? So it's just the mindset switch that um, is the biggest adjustment, but, um, and it happens quick, you know, but uh, so you just got to kind of adjust to it and, and uh, take it on the fly. I know that you were like big into want to have a practice in when talking to coach Brooks and kind of a day went by and he was like, look, man, like we don't really have practice coming up because like we have a back-to-back and we got to fly to Detroit Wednesday after a back-to-back and everything. So um, I know you talked a little bit about it after the your first game, but like what was it like kind of just going into the game, not having any real true playing or practice experience with your teammates? Yeah, I mean, I was excited, you know, I was eager and, um, you know, I had to fight some of that emotion on the first game because I wanted to get out there right away, you know, but my whole plan and, and uh, reacclimating myself back, you know, into playing was to make sure I got a practice in, you know, and unfortunately, like you mentioned with the back to back and the crazy second half of the season schedule, um, I made a decision that I was going to go ahead and just, you know, jump out there and just let it fly. And, um, you know, I was, I was, I was mentally ready and excited and um, I had a, a lot of energy Um, You know, I just wanted to compete again. You know, I missed that. I missed that. And, um, you know, lucky enough to get a win my first game back and, um, you know, have a a pretty decent game in that. But just want to build off that and continue to to move forward. Yeah, I mean, whatever the strategy was, it worked. And I I mean, it it was not just a win and and you're being humble about it, but it was a fantastic debut. Eight of 11 from the field, 18 points, at least statistically, it was one of the best games of your career. what was it like to get out there? You know, we mentioned how, how quick the acclimation process is, but once you're on that court, the ball tips and you're, you're running with a new team that you've never really spent any on-court time with before. What does that feel like? How much of it is natural and how much of it um, are you relying on teammates to kind of push and pull you in the right direction and, and just let it fly? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it all comes down to um, since a lot of the, the, um, you know, I'm not going to be put in a position much where I'm going to be coming off action. So it's all kind of a read and react type of thing. 
And, you know, luckily for me, I'm, I'm blessed to be in a position to be able to play with one of the best pastors in the league um, in Russell Westbrook, one of the best facilitators of all time. So, you know, I just wanted to do what I do, you know, um, be ready to shoot if the ball came my way, um, slash if an opportunity comes available. And I just knew that Russ was going to be willing to, to be unselfish and do what he always does and find me. And, and luckily the ball found me a couple of times and I was able to convert, um, you know, on a few baskets and just run the floor and, um, you know, make myself available, not do too much and, and, and dribble the ball, but just try to find openings, try to, um, you know, mesh with the guys and just and just run the lanes, run the floor, slash to the basket and just play my game. I know that you mentioned how when we saw, you know, on video and photo, like Russ came up to, to you and DG right away um, when you showed up to the practice facility to get your physical and everything and he welcomed you and um, you said, you know, a lot of times it would be you having to go up to <laughs> to a superstar like that, not him coming to you. And that said a lot. Um, I know you also know Robin Lopez from Chicago. So how what has it been like as a younger guy just to be able to have some of those veterans? And I mean, Brad hasn't played in the same game as you yet, but um, just having uh, them around and being able to connect with them and, and feel comfortable in a new situation. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes all the difference. Um, you know, it's it's a challenge enough as it is coming into a new environment, um, you know, and not playing with um, other than Rolo, you know, not playing with all these guys that you're going to be out there with. And so there's a level of um, discomfort or a barrier there that you kind of have to break through and get used to. But the thing with Russ coming up to me and Daniel right away and just kind of introducing himself was when you got, obviously Brad wasn't, wasn't available for the game. I was out there uh, for the two games that I've been out there, but when you've got a guy, and the head of the snake that's coming up to you and, and making you feel welcome and making you feel like you're a part of something right away, you know, it kind of pushes all those barriers out of the way, you know, and it, it allows you to feel comfortable a lot quicker. And that's what it was. And, and he just talked to us and, and said to just be ourselves, uh, that he was happy that we were here and that he was all about winning, which he didn't even have to tell us, you know, we know his reputation and we know how he carries himself, but um, it's good because he's got two guys that are, like-minded in that you know me and Gafford high energy guys that love to win will do whatever it takes to win and we're just trying to build that and step into our role whatever that is and and kind of you know help in whatever way we can you mentioned Russ's reputation I wanted to ask you about that he's obviously well known around the league for his intensity his leadership however um you know you want to describe it and it's it may be described differently by people that are outside the organization than it is by people that are inside the organization um, what, what have you noticed about him for, when it comes to his intensity and his leadership that is either exactly what you expected or, or very different now that you're closer and on the same side of the line with him? Well, the thing about Russ and, and with leadership in general is that um, leadership can kind of be misconstrued in a couple of different ways. And one of them is that you can have someone who's a vocal leader, but doesn't necessarily lead by example. And the thing with Russ is He's both, you know, he's a vocal leader and he also leads by example. So when you have that and, and, you know, you're coming in and you got a guy that also demands extremes out of you, um, but also gives extremes, you know, you have no excuse, but to be reliable for him, because when you're doing both and he's the best player on the floor, what's your excuse to not give everything you've got, you know? So that's the thing that allows people, I think that allows Russ to, lift his teammates up is because he's not just getting on you or, or leading you vocally, 
you know, he's doing it in his, the way that he plays, how hard he plays, how unselfish he plays. So with that, you know, it just kind of leads the way for you to just follow. And if you don't follow, then, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to mess with him because he's, he's demanding out of his teammates, you know, and, and he's going to lead you into that way, but also help you, you know, pull you in that direction. So it's kind of up to you to just follow and he makes it real easy. Um, what's your familiarity with, with DC and, you know, what are you kind of looking forward to, to being able to see and get after, you know, hopefully we'll have fans in the building soon and you can get acclimated in a more, you know, realistic and normal timetable um, considering everything that's going on in the world. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't have any experience with DC at all. You know, um, everything that I've experienced has been in the last week and what people have told me, you know, really, um, other than obviously following them. I watch a lot of sports and a lot of basketball. You know, I know about the Nationals and their World Series run um, a couple of years ago um, and the Capitals obviously being dominant. Um, but, you know, just with D.C. In, in general, I've never been out here. This is my first time. But um, I quickly realized, you know, with the with the weather, the difference in Chicago weather and to here, and I and I and I heard that, you know, it gets pretty hot in the summer, so it's kind of like a uh, a little tease here. But it's been beautiful. The weather has been beautiful. Seeing some people, you know, out and about, um, you know, looking for places to stay, it looks real lively, and and um, you know, just a overall good city. And that's what I've heard. I've heard nothing but good things. Lots to do in a more normal obviously um time and things like that but that'll come down the line but you know my focus really isn't about all the bells and whistles i could be anywhere you know i could be in the middle of el paso you know in a desert if that's where we had to play that's where i had to live it doesn't matter to me you know everything that i care about is about in between those lines on the court and trying to help this team win that's it so how would you describe your game to somebody that hasn't watched you for an extended period of time what are the wizards getting in you obviously you've got two games under your belt and they've seen a little bit of it, but big picture, what do you want to be and, and who do you think you are as a player? I mean, the biggest thing for me is just versatility. Um, I think one of the things that separates me is my ability to not really have an answer for you, you know, to be able to fill different um, things and needs. You know, for one thing for this team that I want to be, I want to be the defensive anchor. You know, I want to be the guy that they throw on Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you know, Zach Levine. Um, Steph Curry, whoever it may be, to try to give them the toughest time defensively, because I know I'm capable of doing that with my basketball IQ um, and my natural gifts of, of length and athleticism, um, you know, and just being able to think and play the game. Um, and uh, one through four switching, with, that's what we do, you know, we switch one through four. So I think that's perfect for me. I can guard any one of those positions, even a small ball five, and I'm going to compete. You know, I might not, I might not be able to size up with some of those guys. But, you know, the thing about it is um, talent doesn't just separate in this league. You know, it's about mindset. And I'm never going to go up against a matchup of anyone that I think I'm going to be like, oh, sh this is going to be a tough night. You know, respectively, of course, I understand the talent and the level of these guys that are out here. Believe me, I see it every night. But um, it's never going to be a situation that I'll be overwhelmed with. I'm going to compete with whatever um, opportunity I'm given. Um, and then offensively, the ability to run the floor, you know, and, and, and to – to sprint down the floor with Russ and he's already starting to figure out, you know, my spots and I'm, I'm starting to figure out him and, and where to be for him. Obviously that'll take time, but um, you know, run the floor in transition, get out on a rebound, just push, make a play, um, get out to the three point line, be ready to spot up, ready to shoot. Um, and then obviously 
what I've shown a little bit is that ability to slash and read the defense and know when their heads turn and they got their eyes on Russ. Okay, you want to bring two to Russ? Okay, then you're going to be vulnerable because I'm in a back cut and I'm going to get myself open. Or Brad's having a night where they want to send two. Okay, then I'm going to make myself available by flashing in there and being able to finish with my length. Um, and then obviously I know the big um, question about it, perimeter playing offensively for me, but you know, I'm not, I'm not too worried about any of that. I work extremely hard um, and I know my ability on the floor. So to just be ready uh, to shoot offensively and know that, that continue to put in the work that I'm going to be a really good, you know, three point shooter in this league. And, and I think I am a good shooter. I just have to show it. But like I said, just versatility, you know, being able to do multiple things on the floor. You're a, a Cali kid, uh, went to Boise State four years, which is, you know, pretty rare this day and age, you know, good for you for for going all four and, you know, graduating and and kind of doing, you know, Cassius did that at Michigan State as well. And I, I think there's a lot of value there. You get the experience that a lot of, you know, these kids don't get. Um, it, it's a different path. Um, but what else, you know, would you say? Uh, people should know about you, you know, off the court, your other interests. I know you said you watch a lot of sports. I'm sure you're, you're into the outdoors since you're from Cali and you went to Boise state. Like you're, you're probably someone who likes to go on a nice hike. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because versatility also kind of describes me off uh, outside of the court as well. You know, I've got a lot of different hobbies. Um, you know, I've, I've spent my time playing a lot of video games with my friends back home, you know, with this pandemic and everything, and being limited to a lot of the stuff you can do, that was a majority of my free time was spent, you know, on Call of Duty, playing video games, um, you know, with them. And then obviously, as things start to kind of open back up, um, I was luck I'm, I'm lucky enough to have had my agency in Chicago um, based out there. So, you know, I was going around, we were going to restaurants with some of the guys out there just enjoying kind of the city. Um, you know, some, some of the things people may not know right away as I, I love to fish. I haven't been able to do it a whole lot, just being busy in the NBA, but off season, um, you know, back home, I, I love to fish. Uh, like you mentioned, outdoors stuff. Um, I love camping, hiking. Um, you know, I just, I'm, I, I love music. Um, just a lot of different things, you know. Um, and I'm starting to kind of figure out too, more of my hobbies and things, you know, as I continue to, to mature and grow up and, and stuff like that. But um, you know, not, not, nothing a bigger hobby than, than basketball. And I just, I love sports in general. Like I mentioned, um, I watch almost every game that's on national TV. I even have league pass and I'm just watching games. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm just a sponge and I try to pick up little things from everything that I watch, um, you know, um, with whatever that may be, but yeah, I'm, I'm just a, I'm an easygoing guy, real simple, low maintenance that just, um, is committed, you know, to whatever, is my priority um, happens to be here in DC now. And so I'm committed to that. And, and um, I'm sure I'll figure out some things to do outside of it uh, as I get more comfortable. You mentioned that uh, Rolo was your vet in Chicago. He was actually the last guest we had on this podcast. So I don't think we can let you go without giving us at least one good story from, from your rookie year being guided around by one of the most interesting guys in the NBA. What was that like? Yeah. I mean, you hear of you you hear of his name. Obviously, he's been in the league for so long. So coming into Chicago, and then and then you get to know his personality, and it's it's just funny because you realize just um, you know how everybody how basketball can really bring everybody together. You know, um, different interests and whatnot. You know, I know I know his 
um, his liking to, to Disney and his brother's liking to Disney, you know, and it's just funny because you wouldn't expect that for him, you know, but he's, he's, he's so caring, um, you know, and he just wants to, to do whatever's best for the team. You know, he, he's already been helping me out. You know, we've been picking roll coverage together. He just will grab me on the side after something and, and uh, be like, if you need me to speak up a little bit louder, just let me know, you know, things like that and, and, and our relationship. And it's funny to me how anyone can go throughout any weather throughout the year, especially living in Chicago with nothing but a t-shirt on and like some shorts and some flip-flops. Uh, I don't Seattle Mariners hat that he always wears. Yeah. Yeah. You can't forget the Mariners hat, of course. So he's definitely, he's definitely an interesting, interesting, interesting dude, you know, but he's one of those guys you want out there with you on the court, you know, cause you know, he's going to give his all um, and you know what to expect. And obviously he's got the experience and he's been around. So, so he's doing what he needs to be doing. So just to be able to, uh, be a teammate of his and stuff and now in another team it's pretty cool to see a familiar face you you grew out grew up like south of la kind of near irvine um which is where scott brooks went to school of course who were your teams then the angels for baseball uh, yeah yeah so i wasn't i wasn't actually a huge um baseball fan like not specific to a team growing up um and the angels unfortunately throughout like my teen t- teenagerhood and, and early twenties uh, and stuff weren't very good, you know, uh, with uh, Mike Trout, bless his heart. He's been able to get the publicity and the, the um, kind of recognition that he deserves. And, and luckily it's in an, an angels uniform, but um, you know, yeah, it was, it was angels. It was, um, and kind of Dodgers by, by default. I know I'm not, I'm not claiming that to be a bandwagon. It's kind of how, it's kind of how it, it works down there for me, especially because I didn't really identify with a specific team. But, um, and then the Lakers as basketball growing up, definitely a um, huge Kobe fan, you know, um, growing up watching him, really growing up through the game, through Kobe, and just watching the Lakers and, and his run and his greatness um, and things like that. And, for not not with football necessarily yeah you didn't really have a team yeah now (laughs) right I guess right so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure that out um because you know I do watch it a lot I'm 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 a big I'm a big college guy college sports guy and I've actually enjoyed college football a lot more than I did NFL and I have NFL just the pace of the game and um you can relate a little bit more to them obviously growing up when I was in college and stuff you know the the struggle and you also realize that um, a lot of them aren't going to go pro. So there's a different le- connection that you kind of have with those college, college athletes. Cause you see how hard they, how much they love what they do and that they're not getting paid for it, you know? So it's, it's a cool connection there. So definitely cool. uh, a football fan. And Boise yeah. State's obviously always a powerhouse. So we're getting there. We're getting Blue turf, there. baby. Yeah. We got to, uh, we got to beat a couple more, top dogs in order to get it up in that category but we're definitely consistent for sure have you been able to watch much of the tournament I know you guys have had games on on a lot of the uh, the important nights so far but have you caught much of it at all yeah yeah you know I uh with the crazy you know trades and 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 everything like that I haven't been as attached this year normally I don't miss a game during this time you know obviously last year it didn't go on but the year before this is the first year in the years I can remember that I didn't fill out a bracket. You know, I just, my mind was somewhere else, obviously, but um, I've still been able to catch some games. Um, you know, UCLA, 
Russ comes in every day and lets us know how they're doing. So I didn't even, I don't even have to watch the games to know how UCLA is doing. Cause he's coming in screaming, um, you know, uh, Rui, Rui's hype, that matchup's going to be big and it's going to be interesting. The stakes they put on that one. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've been, I've been watching, you know, some high level games um, and uh, should the final four should be, should be real interesting. No doubt. Well, thanks for taking the time, man. This is great. I think it'll be very valuable for the Wizards fans who don't know know you very well yet. This is uh, this has been fun. We appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thanks, man.